What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome, welcome. This is your boy, Justin JLB, and I am going to be giving you, of course, your raw recap for Monday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you for all my Star Wars fans, and for those that aren't, happy May 4th. Uh, before I do get to the raw recap, snap judgments, of course, let's uh, just get to tell you who this is brought to you by. This is obviously brought to you by the Tatnus Code Network. You can find them at tatnusco.com with such um, other great shows like Tatnusco Uncensored, Basement Bullshit, um, and a whole bunch of other ones. Go to tatnusco.com to check that out. And let's get right to it, folks, because this was a jam-packed Monday Night Raw. And of course, on this Monday Night Raw, we are going to find out the final participant for the men's Money in the Bank qualifying match. As we know, Apollo Crews was uh, injured last week, whether uh, kayfabe or not. He did have a knee injury when he did face uh, when he did face uh, Andrade, so that won't be happening. Apollo Crews is out, and now they're gonna do a last chance matchup. Getting a little ahead of myself, as Raw technically didn't start like that. Raw once again starts with the VIP lounge with MVP coming out and this time around he is going to be um, interviewing his guests or well he's going to be interviewing the female participants on the Raw brand for the money in the bank. He said last week didn't go as planned uh, when he had the men last week now he's going to have the woman come out and uh, talk about why they think they will be the winner of the Money in the Bank match. So basically, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax come out, um, and MVP asks Nia if she has what it takes, and Nia's mentioned that she's dominated the last few weeks. She is simply relentless, and um, that is the only thing she needs to be the dominant force. Um... And, you know, Asuka just talks once again. She, what I could gather, she's basically talking about Naya injuring Kari and that she is not scared of her. Something about big booties. I'm guessing she's mentioning that Naya has a big booty or something. Either way, hilarious. I still love it. Even when Asuka came out, she was doing like this little ballerina, ballerina rather dance. And it was hilarious. Um, Baszler, uh, mentions that, uh, she doesn't do a lot of talking. Her talking is within, is within her actions and, uh, simply Asuka and Baszler look, go face to face. They then look at Nia Jax and as Nia Jax attempts to get up, they both kick her. She falls out of her seat, breaks the seat and then rolls out of the ring and MVP basically holds Asuka and Shayna Baszler away. And uh, there we have it. And that is basically going to be uh, the final recap for the women's for the Money in the Bank match, which is going to be this Sunday 
as uh, it will be once again, they've announced it that it's going to be the men and the women doing the money in the bank matchup at the same time. Still don't know how that's going to work. I think that's still going to fall flat on its face. Uh, But then again, I'm still curious. So, you know, we all like to see a train wreck. And that is most probably why we are interested. Um, After that, we do get the last chance matchup. As we will have... They don't know the participants, technically. Okay, so they don't know the participants of the match. Uh, So it's just going to be a bunch of unknown participants. We do, however, know that Lashley will start it off. And Lashley starts it off with Titus O'Neil. He basically rams through Titus O'Neil, no problem. He also beats Akira Tozawa, no problem, which I'm still mad over. They just have to give Akira Tozawa something. Should have even made him have win the match or something. Like, come on, man. And he then goes on to face Shelton. Uh, him and Shelton do a pretty decent match, but he beats Shelton completely. Um, after that, uh, we have Bobby. La- we have uh, Garza come out, and Bobby Lashley is facing Garza. These two have a pretty decent match as well. It goes pretty long. Um, Lashley ends up getting disqualified though because he shoved the ref. The ref wasn't having it. He disqualifies Lashley. Lashley just annihilates Garza. Bunch of refs come into the ring, take Lashley away. Then we have Umberto Carrillo come out as it will be Garza versus Umberto. This is also a pretty lengthy bout as well. Um, Umberto does end up winning with um, a counter pin as just taken out of nowhere. After that, we do have Zelina, one of uh, other one of Zelina's other boys, Austin Theory, come out. And um, basically, this match is pretty uh, pretty lengthy as well. He does a counter pin again. So it's a suplex to a counter pin. Uh, Austin Theory does a suplex, but Umberto gets the counter pin. Then, the next participant. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back after being buried six feet deep. And him showing his little toy hand after the match. Ladies and gentlemen, we have AJ Styles returning and everybody is shocked. Of course, uh, this ends up being a pretty decent bout as we've seen AJ AJ Styles and uh, Carrillo fight before. Um, Pretty decent match. Um pretty decent match and then essentially this AJ ends up winning of course with the calf crusher um and then after that AJ takes the mic he says I'm not a zombie I'm not a ghost I got buried but that doesn't mean I lost anything and that he will do whatever it takes to get that money in the bank and if it even takes to throw Rey Mysterio or Aleister Black off the top of the building, he will do it. Mr. In the Money, Mr. Money in the Bank will now be phenomenal. Great promo. Honestly, the match was decent too. That whole uh, gauntlet match, decent enough. I thought when Lashley was starting it and just going through everybody, I'm like, what are they doing here? Um... I do get why they made Lashley win with uh, a disqualification. They're trying to push Lashley, which, you know, I'm down for. Uh, we haven't seen much with Lashley. Uh, you know, after that whole Lana segment, it's cool that 
Lashley's doing his own thing without Lana there. And I think eventually what's going to happen there is that's how they're going to break them up. Because Lana's going to come out and he's going to be like, I've been doing so good since you were gone. Or since you haven't came out with me to the ring. And so on and so forth. So I really like what they're doing with Lashley. I just feel they're not being productive with how they're doing it. If that makes any sense. Um, AJ Styles coming back. Phenomenal. Pardon the pun. Uh, it's great. I like seeing him back. I unfortunately knew about it before Raw had started. I accidentally looked at the dirt sheets and it had mentioned that they're going to bring AJ Styles back because Raw's uh, viewership was really low. So I kind of knew it, but I didn't know it was going to be during the gauntlet. So that at least surprised me there. Interesting way they went with that. I still don't get why Apollo Crews had lost uh, or got his spot taken away. Maybe he is, in fact, injured on some kind, but I don't think it has anything to do with the knee because no one really reported on it. We didn't report on it, so not really sure there. Um, <clears throat> um, on top of that, after that, we do got a Seth Rollins promo as uh, Seth Rollins is being interviewed by Charlie in the ring. He starts talking about Drew McIntyre and that how, you know, Drew McIntyre is is a fighter, but he's not a leader. And Seth Rollins is preparing to meet his destiny. He's willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good. And he's not taking the championship away from Drew. He needs to take the championship away from Drew just because Drew is not ready mentally to take the anguish that comes with being a champion. He's trying to save Drew McIntyre from the pain. And he, Seth Rollins, is willing to take the sacrifice for the greater good. Great promo. You know, I like this whole Messiah. I'm sacrificing myself. You know, it's kind of Jesus, if you will. Um, I like it. I like how this is going. I don't want to see Seth Rollins win, though. Like, this is going to make Drew McIntyre look really, really bad. And, you know, you build this guy up. This guy is Drew McIntyre has been wrestling for like 10 years. Um, and you build this guy up all to make him lose. Again, maybe I, I honestly don't think it's going to happen, though. I think this, if anything, they're going to make him Drew McIntyre is going to win, thus making him look even stronger when he does beat Seth Rollins. So interesting stuff there. We also do get to see uh, Thorne and Vink, two of Australia's finest, who will be going up against, uh, who will be going up against, uh, of course, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. MVP is, you know, hyping them up. Uh, Thorne and Vink basically mentioned, like, this is our time. We lost against them uh, two weeks ago, but we are going to come back and we are going to win. Uh, I think it was last week, actually. Sorry about that. Last week, uh, we are going to come back and we are going to win. And he was hyping them up. And um, yeah, so Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink being regulars now on Raw. Honestly, they look like a good team. I'm not a fan of their ring attire. I think the ring attire is very lame. They got to switch that up somehow because if you change someone's ring attire, you're literally changing their entire persona and it can be better. Um, I've noticed this when I was watching, well, even if we take Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley from having, uh, Bobby Lashley from having the, 
you know, the shorts to, um, yeah. So Bobby Lashley from having the shorts to then having, um, well, not the shorts, but the, the, the wrestling tights to then having the actual long pants. It ended up working for Lashley look different and it made for me at least Lashley look very different. Anyways, I'm going way off topic, but I do think it's uh, something worth mentioning. We do see that Edge uh, versus Orton will be next week on Raw. And I don't know what to think about this. I'm happy to see them come back as long as they're not going to do another backstage wrestling match like they had at WrestleMania because that was god awful boring. But good news for them. They might not have the most boring match of the year as if this money in the bank is going to have 12 participants and is going to be edited kind of the same way money in the bank might actually take it. Um, Murphy gets interviewed, doesn't say much. He says that he will beat Drew and that he has all uh, the power in the world too and so on. Nothing really crazy happens there. After that, we do got Cedric Alexander and Ricochet versus Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Um, yeah, so this match was pretty spot fest all over. I enjoyed it. I This match may have been the match of the night technically, but this match was pretty decent. Again, not a fan of their tights, but surprisingly enough, uh, Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink take the win and thus they are pushing up these two australian superstars and you know what i'm all for it It, they didn't make they didn't make uh, ricochet and cedric alexander look bad and god knows they need tag teams so this is good we have two great tag teams right here and who made the match very interesting possibly match of the night we will see what happens when we go on um On top of that, we have the Street Profits come out as they will be facing the Viking Raiders. Before they do face the Viking Raiders, though, the Street Profits mention that the Performance Center has a strong meaning. That's where the Street Profits have met, and that's where they have continued this uh, legacy, if you will, of not being able to beat the Viking Raiders in NXT and, you know, not being able to beat them on Raw. Um, so yeah, that match goes on and really decent match as well. Uh, both like, it's weird. I'm not a fan of the Viking Raiders, but then when I see them in the ring, they just ultimately surprise me all the time. Um, I just, I don't think I'm a fan of the whole Viking thing, but they are phenomenal wrestlers. So kudos to them. Um, they take the win street profits once again cannot beat the viking raiders so i imagine this is going to go on to money in the bank and they're going to do some kind of matchup who knows maybe they might randomly do it at the money in the bank uh well at the at the titan towers at this rate who really knows um after that we do get this tagline that they are saying all over all over the risk is worth the reward um, this is their tagline. Uh, the reason why I mention this is because it's just so cheesy. You know, um, I get it. You are taking a high risk when you're up in a roof and, uh, it's just such a cheesy tagline. Don't know why they're using it, but the risk is worth the reward. Granted, I do say that a lot. 
um, you know, the risk is worth the reward. I used to say, I get a lot of bang for your buck. So, I mean, I am just saying it's cheesy because I am the king of cheesy catchphrases. So I would know what cheesy is. Um, after that, though, we do see Rey Mysterio um, start talking about, you know, talking about his uh, opportunity, his opportunity here for the money in the bank. And he said this might be his last chance and he wants to solidify his legacy, uh, so on and so forth. I don't know. I just find Ray Mysterio's interviews boring. I just can't do it. It's always the same crap over and over. Next up, we do got, though, Charlotte Flair, who's the hardest working woman in any industry. Her words, not mine. I would even be down to, you know, sign off on that because Charlotte Flair is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I said that. That's what I said. Um, So basically, Flair is just talking about her going to be... going to NXT on Wednesday and is going to face Shirai. Uh, Live Morgan, though, does interrupt her, says Charlotte Flair has a silver spoon stuck up her A-hole or her mouth. I like her little cocky attitude that she was doing. Uh, She says uh, Charlotte Flair then responds that, you know what? Yeah, she does have a silver spoon stuck in her mouth and she doesn't mind it, says just like uh, Akira Shirai, she will bow down to the queen. Woo! And then, of course, Live Morgan says, well, if you think that is going to happen, why don't we have a matchup right now? Um, and, you know, I'm just really happy that, you know, Live Morgan is getting that push. She certainly does deserve it. But ultimately... Live Morgan unfortunately loses this matchup. However, it was a decent battle to say the least. And it didn't make Live Morgan look bad at all. So I'm glad that they are pushing her because Live Morgan is, uh, you know, she's a decent wrestler. She's not like the greatest. She's no Charlotte Flair, obviously, but she's getting there. Her beating Ruby Riot a whole bunch of times definitely helped that out. And I don't know. I just I just like her personality. So I'm, I'm really hoping they do good things with Live Morgan because she certainly deserves it. And honestly, at some point, they should do something with her and Charlotte Flair because, uh, like I mentioned, Live Morgan does deserve it. Uh, unfortunately, though, I think they're going to squash uh, this completely before we even get that kind of matchup. This, they're going to make us forget about, well, you know, that, Charlotte, that Live Morgan did interrupt Charlotte Flair uh, but I hope not. Here's the hoping because God darn it, I want to see Lab Morgan get a push. She does certainly deserve it. Um, and this is why I also do mention that because throughout the entire Monday Night Raw, okay, they're showing you moments of Money in the Bank. Okay, so they show you the top ten moments of Money in the Bank, and the first moment you see uh, for Money in the Bank is when Seth Rollins cashed it in at WrestleMania 31. This is how petty the WWE is because not only did we see the moment with Seth Rollins now for those of you who don't remember the Wrestlemania 31 match it was originally Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the title Seth Rollins won the match uh, lost the matchup to Randy Orton um earlier on in the night but then Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank at the end of the night to ultimately win the match now for those of you who remember that matchup Seth Rollins actually pinned Roman Reigns however on the clip that they show you 
They literally only show you Seth Rollins going into the ring and then curb stomping Brock Lesnar. And then it kind of goes black for a second. And then it shows Seth Rollins with the championship, making it seem like Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, just completely just erasing Roman Reigns out of the picture. Uh, Vince is upset with Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns refuses to come back uh, until this whole health crisis is over. And I can't help but, uh, and they, they did mention though, you, you know, if you don't want to wrestle, you don't have to um, in that regard. So that's why like Sami Zayn isn't there because they gave him that option that if you guys don't want to wrestle, you don't have to come in. So Re uh, Roman Reigns throughout even WrestleMania, that's why he didn't show up at WrestleMania because obviously Roman Reigns had leukemia, excuse me. So Roman Reigns obviously had leukemia, leukemia before that and he's recovering and now he's back. He's in remission. But of course, you know, that's a very dangerous time and he chose to opt out. He's like, no, look, I'm not going to wrestle. It's for my health and so on and so forth. Completely understandable. The, the issue is, I guess maybe he mentioned it to them a little too late and it you know, cause the whole kind of ruckus. But look, it's it's a tough issue for everybody. And you got to really understand, like, it's the guy's health here. You know, it's it's nothing else but the guy's actual health that, you know, he's not going to risk his life uh, for this uh, matchup, if you will. But it seems as though the WWE is being very petty as they just completely erase that from history. Um... And, you know, Vince has a, a knack to do this with a bunch of things. Um, you know, he did this with Hogan when they were feuding, uh, when, you know, Hogan did that whole issue with that video of him dropping um, him dropping a, a certain word that was vulgar to a bunch of people. Um, they just... Hogan thing I kind of get. But you can't just erase people from history with like the Hall of Fame and so on and so forth. Uh, but I do get it. You're also like a public company. But I mean, in this situation, they're completely wrong. You can't just go and erase the guy. Like the guy is looking out for his health, for his family. Um, you know, not everyone is selfish as you, Vince McMahon. Because, gee golly, you furloughing or firing a bunch of people just shows how petty and selfish and money hungry you, in fact, are. And that is most likely why the wrestling industry would need, um, you know, actually does need uh, some kind of union, if you will. Because people like Vince McMahon just abuse it and will just go and fire everybody. When, you know, they're still scheduled to make like a heck ton of money here. There's even still rumors that WWE is apparently being sold. So not really sure what's going on. Uh, we'll obviously keep you posted on that. Um, and then, yeah, so enough of that rant, basically. So full, we get a whole bunch of money in the bank highlights. And then on the last one, well, I guess the first one. Uh, which is number one for the Money in the Bank moments. We see Seth Rollins cash in, but they just completely erase Roman Reigns out of the picture. I don't know. That's just WWE's way, I guess. Completely ridiculous. Final match of the night, we get Drew McIntyre versus Murphy. Um, and this is from basically from last week when Murphy came in and interrupted Drew McIntyre. 
and then Murphy got a beating. So they decided to make this the match for tonight. We see Seth Rollins in the entranceway as he's watching the match. Drew McIntyre just basically just pulverizes Murphy everywhere. And Drew is like, come be a leader. Come be a leader. Show me what you are. Uh, Drew just annihilates Murphy. Drew's just also continuously trying to egg Seth Rollins to come on down and try and face him. Uh, But, you know, Murphy gets a little comeback, starts doing a little thing. Uh, Ultimately, what leads to his ultimate demise is, you know, Murphy's trying to be cocky and does the the Claymore count, the three, two, one. He ends up running after Drew and then Drew just smacks him with the Claymore kick and then Drew pins him for the one, two, three, and bam, Drew McIntyre is your winner. Seth Rollins is coming down now. He looks like he's about to get into the ring. Drew McIntyre is pleading with Seth Rollins to come on down and get in the ring and face him. Make his night, or rather make his week, I believe is what he said. Seth Rollins looks like he's about to go into the ring and then bam, he just leaves. Drew McIntyre says that's what he thought and that is what ends the night for Monday Night Raw. We will see these guys battle it out a week from now on Money in the Bank on Sunday, May 10th. So that is your Raw, and I am just going to recap of the Raw matches we have for the Money in the Bank, as uh, we pretty much have only SmackDown, and that's it. So the card is pretty much final here, unless SmackDown does announce a few more matches. But here is your Money in the Bank card so far. So we got six matches in total so far. Uh, First match we got is The New Day, who are the champions, will take on The Miz and Morrison, which will also take on The Lucha House Party and The Forgotten Sons for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. We also got the Women's Championship belt as Bayley will take on Tamina. Uh, So we'll see what happens there. Uh, hopefully the Forgotten Sons, though, take the Tag Team Championships, you know, do something new for the Forgotten Sons to get them with the belt. New Day's had it for eight times. They are promoting that a lot, so we will certainly see. Bailey, I assume, is going to win the championship again. They are giving Tamina new shirts and stuff like that, so we will see. Of course, we got Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Another title bout, we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. It's not a Firefly Funhouse, which would be pretty cool. Would be down to see that match again, but I don't think they're gonna they're gonna make that like a specialty match. Maybe every WrestleMania or something. We shall see. Of course, we got the Women's Money in the Bank Championship match, as it will be. Carmella versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke versus Asuka versus Lacey Evans. And at the same time, we will also get the men's Money in the Bank championship match as it will be Otis versus Aleister Black versus Daniel Bryan versus the final participant AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio against also King Corbin. So... I don't know. It's it's technically very unpredictable for the Money in the Bank matches, uh, for sure. I am hoping that um, I am hoping that you know we do get something going. I thought originally uh, Sasha Banks was in the championship match, 
uh, the woman's uh, money in the bank, but uh, I guess not. Um, but it is looking to be. Uh, I, I mean, my heart wants Dana Brooke to win because I believe Dana Brooke deserves a push. That Raw is really pushing Nia Jax hardcore, though. Uh, so we will see in that regard. Uh, but it's still kind of unpredictable. They can go many ways. Men's money in the bank. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking it might be. It's not going to be King Corbin again. They're not going to give him the money in the bank again. I'm I'm hoping it's either Alistair Black or Otis. Give it to someone new. Daniel Bryan's already won it. Uh, AJ Styles, you know, uh, might be good, might be decent. It would bring him back into that title picture whenever. So that's very possible. I just I just don't know though because you can't take it off true so quickly either. Or who knows, maybe, you know, it could be a year from now too. So we shall see. But those are the six matches that have been announced so far. And if I'm going to do a snap judgment rating, uh, you know, Raw was decent enough. The gauntlet match wasn't as boring as I thought it might have, uh, might or was going to be. AJ Styles coming out definitely helped. Umberto Carrillo, Garza, though, uh, and all those guys definitely helped out with the, uh, with the match. Austin Theory, like, you had a lot of great wrestlers in that matchup and a lot of lengthy bouts between a few of them. So it worked out really well because they were entertaining. We, we saw the big ups with uh, Vink and Thorn, you know, beating Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Another tag team there. Just change the tights and I'll be a happy camper. It was a decent Raw. Um, you know, like, especially for a going home show for Money in the Bank. I, I, as a snap judgment, I'll give it a 3.5 uh, out of 5. That's uh, that's my rating. I'm just not going to like this Money in the Bank championship match. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, but we shall certainly see. Um, as I alluded to earlier, basically, the reason why they brought AJ Styles back is because the Raw viewerships were really low. So, the Raw viewership for last week, the rating was even lower than the week prior as this week did a 1.8 uh, uh basically 1 million viewership uh on average this is down from even last week's uh 1 million so not to not a significant downfall but still a downfall nonetheless so uh that's this again is once the the lowest non-holiday number for a raw event the show uh, the only show that had ever fewer viewers was actually on December 24th, 2018 with 1.775. Of course, Christmas Eve makes sense. A lot of people are with their families. In terms of the hour, hourly breakdown, uh, 8 p.m. it did 1.9, um, 1.945, 9 p.m. 1.888, and then at 10 p.m. 1.619. So 1.817 is the average. In terms of today, because I did Raw a little bit late, the Raw ratings are not out yet. So I won't be able to, unfortunately, tell you this week's Raw. Tune in for next week as I will uh, tell you those ratings. I will also uh, remember, hopefully, to put it down below wherever you are watching this and have it down there for you. Um, but that's it. That's your, uh, that's your Raw recap. And uh, I give it a, a 3.5 out of 5. It wasn't that bad. The gauntlet match helped out. Live Morgan versus Charlotte Flair also helped out. Um, it... Uh, 
you know, the AJ Styles obviously coming back helped out too. So I uh, I enjoyed it there. It's only six matches. I imagine the Money in the Bank match is going to be like an hour long because it's going to be both matches. So I imagine they're going to take their time with that. Super curious to see who's going to be thrown off the roof because they keep announcing it. So something should definitely happen there. But that is all, folks. 3.5 out of 5. So pretty decent in my book. Although, uh, you know, we'll see what the ratings say. And uh, that's pretty much it. I am your boy, Justin JLB. You can follow me at Twitter at, Re- at uh, J- JLB420. The brand is Real Talk Radio at Real Talk Radio 8. If you want to be part of our t-shirt contest that is still going on folks you can win two shirts not one but two shirts a raw and order shirt as well as a shirt from pro wrestling tees we strongly do recommend you get a shirt from a wrestler who's currently not wrestling uh just so you can help support them there um basically how it works it's a contest it's a twitter contest mostly all you have to do is hashtag raw in order wbu and all you have to do is show, post, paste a link, copy paste a link to one of our podcast episodes, hashtag Raw and Order WBU, and you will be eligible for the contest. So far, we have about, I believe it's five or six who have so far have tweeted. It's only been a week we announced it, but it is going to be the last day tomorrow. Uh, so please. Definitely do your hashtags, paste, post a link, paste, copy, paste the link, hashtag raw in order WBU. And you know, if you want to talk to us about something, by all means, at JLB420 is me. You can follow us at raw in order WBU. You can follow my Real Talk Radio at Real Talk Radio 8. You can follow Kfabe at Vincent K.Fabe. Uh, and, you know, we're all there. We're all here to help you out. Anchor.fm slash RTR is for Real Talk Radio. We also got Anchor.fm slash Raw End Order WBU, where you can find all the socials uh, for whatever you want, whether Raw and Order or Real Talk Radio. We're here to help out. We're here to talk to you. We are here for everything that you need and i hope you guys get into that contest because honestly uh i'm still waiting for my uh not a cop shirt and if i don't get it soon i might as well join in the contest doubt i'm gonna win um but yeah so that's it guys definitely get into that contest that once again hashtag tweet tweet us hashtag raw and order wbu post the link and you can uh go in as many times as you want And that is that. Thank you for listening to Snap Judgments. And I hope you have enjoyed Raw as much as I did, as uh, I just liked Live Morgan getting that push. And uh, we will see you for the AEW NXT recap. But of course, we will all be together once again for the Money in the Bank recap, as that is this Sunday, May 10th. Let us know what you think. And we are here to converse on that situation there so thanks again ciao for now